Hello, welcome back to another week of Soul Tending. Thank you for joining me. It's been a socially engaging time, and I have found just enough space to delineate the main planetary event of this week. The new moon in Pisces holds powerful energy of ending and renewal, and I hope that this week's soul message too galvanizes your spirit and enlivens your heart and mind. There has been ongoing traumatic world events, including the seven point. Eight magnitude earthquake that struck Turkey and Syria and their surroundings last Monday. These events may or may not affect you personally, but there is no denying that for many, many, many people on the planet right now. Their basic needs and physical safety are not in any way met, and countless lives continue to suffer greatly from both natural and man-made disasters. Yet, unexpected turn of events bring not just. Curveballs, surprises, and shocks, but also turning points, revelation, and epiphany. I want to reassure you that if life has recently took you on an odd turn, a detour, a traumatic turnaround, or a plot twist, you are at just the right time. And the right place to receive a divine intervention. You are ready to dig deeper beyond the outer appearances and to enter the inner life that is your soul's playground. Here, you can learn to regenerate your physical and psychic power through embodying. Both human experience and divine intuition, knowing your unique energy level and flow, allows your will to respond to the divine universal will and manifest personal change that is in alignment with the current collective. Needs, and that is the true meaning of being in the flow. For quite some time now, I have been noticing at times struggling and trying to adapt and intentionally work with my low energy level, especially at this time of entering the crone years, aka. Menopausal phase. I am super proud of how my body has been handling all the things, work, relationship, daily chores, and creative pursuits. So I want to honor 
my and your energies, vitalities, gut strength, and willpowers. These are all the things related to Mars, the god of passion. Mars in Gemini has been squaring Venus in Pisces, who is a major influencer of this week's planetary conversation. The conflicting aspect has been going on for a few weeks. It is ending on Sunday, February 19th, when Venus leaves Pisces to enter Aries at 11.55 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on that day. If you have been feeling the tension between fighting for what you need to express mentally, creatively, or speaking your mind, and feeling physically exhausted and emotionally low, you are primed for some energetic clearing. Let's take a brief moment now to reflect on your energy level by connecting to the core heat in your belly. Does it feel strong and penetrating with the heat rising upward to your heart? Or does it feel more evasive and dispersive? Your energy level and how it wants to move is a clear guide to how much and how you need to spend your labor and personal resources, including breath and time. As I mentioned earlier, I am at a phase in my life where my energy level is low and unstable. Mars is in Aquarius in my natal chart. Mars entered Pisces in my progressed chart in 2016. Even though I did not practice astrology seriously at that time or knew anything about my progressed Mars back then, I intuitively knew that I needed to shift my work in order to meet my lower energy level even before 2016. I began to drop several yoga classes that I was teaching around 2014 and 15. And I began to shift my focus away then from a more physically demanding type of yoga, the vinyasa flow that I was um, teaching earlier in my yoga teaching career, to the more gentle yin and restorative classes. But by 2018, I was again restless and began to ponder what else I could do to stop 
spending my energy commuting 30 minutes each way to the studio to teach one or two classes five days a week. If I had to drop more classes, I would not be able to earn enough living wage. Then 2020 happened and the collective event decided for me. I had the opportunity to rest even before I was ready to let go. Losing the studio community was hard, depressing, and heartbreaking, but it was exactly what I needed and I knew in my gut I could not go back to the studio teaching even though I had plenty job offerings and requests for my return even back in 2020. Pisces is the last zodiac sign which symbolizes ending, releasing, or letting go physically in order to merge with the divine. And with my Mars in Pisces, I have been learning to do this, to let go of what I cannot control, to release my past, and to rest my body in order to dream anew in order to renew my energy. Pisces is the biggest energy we can lean on this week as we process huge collective and personal losses. When a planet transits through Pisces, their archetypal qualities get mixed up with the mutable water element that is foggy, evasive, misty, evaporating, elusive, and etheric. Their qualities show up physically as low energy and dwindling sex drive in the case of Mars, physical exhaustion, as well as dispassion. Mars remains in Pisces in my progressed chart for the rest of my life, so I have a deep need to creatively work with my energy level in ways that allow me to maximize my time, talents, and resources. Fortunately, Pisces is a deeply creative and intuitive sign. More and more, I am tuning into my emotional and spiritual gifts that allow me to accomplish my work and fulfill my need to be of service to others without harming my body. Even when your progressed Mars is in Aries or Leo, two of the most physically potent archetypes, you still face some limitations which are different from mine, but nevertheless, as supportive to you in how you can uniquely channel your energy 
access your gifts and offer them in ways that feel sustainable, rewarding, and healthy to you and to those you are in relationship with. Because our society values productivity and busyness more than energy and resource saving or physical rest, many of us are exhausted naturally. For generations, humans have been keeping up with the social pressure of our own doing, our own mental demand for energy spending, no matter how much it costs our bodies and the environment. If you are struggling with containing, sustaining, and channeling your energy efficiently while feeling fulfilled and successful at the gut level, you might want to look into the archetypal qualities to guide you toward your own personal excellence. When you work with and not against your energy, you can access the willpower that allows you to navigate life from the internal light that is the cardinal fire or the theta frequencies of your inner Mars. You can easily look for a progressed chart calculator online at astro seek dot com or other astrology websites and if you need a guided reading of your Mars and overall progressed chart, I will be honored to assist. I am offering a free reading to those who are either a member of my embodiment community at patreon.com slash Janya Wongsopa and those who are willing to take your precious time to write a podcast review on Apple Podcast, I will include the links to both in the show notes. I hope this week's astrology supports your emotional embodiment your soul's happiness depends on it. Let's look at the main planetary energy of this week, the new moon in Pisces, and some themes that can guide you toward living your most vibrant or divinely lit life. Welcome to the Pisces season. The end of winter brings us misty sky and divine inspiration. As the sun enters the mutable water element of Pisces on Saturday, February 18th, there is increased haziness in the sky that mirrors evaporating energy in the body and evasiveness in the mind. 
the veil between time and timelessness grows thin. The next four weeks offer us a chance to explore the Neverland, where quote dreams are born, and time is never planned, unquote, by J. M. Barry, who wrote Peter Pan. It's the season to thaw out the winter cold, let go of the past, cycle and. Make space for the future. This foggy season supports our etheric experience, including dreams, intuition, and spiritual transcendence. Just as important are relationship boundaries and stable daily routines to help us embrace mutability without becoming unstable. The new moon in Pisces appears less than twenty-four hours after the sun enters Pisces. At one degree Pisces, the new moon is especially new, and at eleven o five p.m. Pacific Standard Time, the dark moon is especially dark. And with Venus and Neptune nearby, this new moon in Pisces is especially Piscean. With the Sun, Moon, Venus, and Neptune swimming as one big fish in the mutable water of Pisces, we are invited to galvanize our spirit. By working consciously with the collective unconscious, although the new moon is this week's main planetary event, there are huge influences from Venus and Neptune, who are within an orb of conjoining the new moon. Venus also conjoins Pisces exactly on Wednesday, February fifteenth. This transit. Radiates so much magnificent beauty and creativity, compassion and love, and there is no better time to receive, to make space for the divine blessings. The Pisces season is the time to close our physical. Eyes and relieve our mind from a constant force feeding of mental and sensory impressions. The more we can release mental control and muscle tension, the more we can connect with others through our hearts and spirits, and the more we can receive spiritual nutrients that. Revitalize the body, heart, and mind. We can no more survive without spiritual nutrients such as love and kindness than we can survive without the sensory nutrients such as food and water that feed the sense of taste. The spiritual nutrients we receive from the Piscean water are the food for the sixth sense that transcends. 
sensory perception from space-time to timelessness and infinite possibilities, where healing and wholeness can be found at all levels, physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual. Some themes have emerged as I meditated on the new moon in Pisces during this past week. You might want to work with one or all of them throughout this week and beyond to magnetize the potent energy of the new moon. The first theme is completion. The new moon is associated with intention setting. However, if you haven't received enough rest, sleep, and dreams, your mind can either access the unconscious or the creative womb within your own body, nor the divine inspiration from the collective unconscious. Mentally setting a goal without adequately immersing in the alpha, theta, and delta brainwave frequencies of physical relaxation, dream, and deep sleep, respectively, can only bring a mental result. Earth vibrates at the delta frequencies. The physical body is earthly. Physical actualization requires deep sleep that is the delta brainwaves. The delta state is the undivided state of divine union when you can no longer feel separated or individuated. It's a state of completion and wholeness. The more balance you experience all of the brain waves, including the delta frequencies of deep sleep, the more whole and complete you feel. As the sun and moon say goodbye to one another around the same time that Venus and Neptune finalize their relationship cycle, all in the final sign in the zodiac wheel Pisces at the final time of day around midnight on Sunday, the final day of week, there is an undeniable powerful force of completion at play. The four planets are getting ready to enter a new relationship cycle with one another and renew their own energies. But first, they need to end their relationship and release themselves from one another, from their past. This week is the time to let go of the past and wrap up all the things you feel you need to get done even if you cannot accomplish them all. As you let go of the past through rest, dream, and deep sleep, you can nourish the physical, emotional, and mental body with spiritual nutrients of complete acceptance, 
self-love, human compassion, and divine, unconditional love. The following emotional and mental states support deep sleep and expansive dreams. They bolster spiritual values and revitalize your soul and psyche. Forgiveness or letting go of resentment, grudges, and bitterness. Kindness in thoughts, speeches, and actions. Receptivity through stillness and deep listening. Connecting to the present moment through sensual experience. Letting go of expectations. Allowing for and dwelling in possibilities. And I really love this last one, allowing for and dwelling in possibilities. Really take some time to reflect and contemplate on how allowing for and dwelling in possibilities support your dream. The second theme is satiation. Venus represents physical and emotional abundance. Venus also represents personal love, physical receptivity, and relationship reciprocity. Neptune represents spiritual abundance. Neptune also represents unconditional love, spiritual receptivity, and divine reciprocity. Both planets are receptive, soft-hearted, and benevolent. They are the opposite of scarcity. Physical limitation allows you to access the inner abundance of emotional and spiritual creativity. Limitation does not equate scarcity. At the core, scarcity mindset or poverty mindset is a punishing state of consciousness. It uses brutalizing force to gain access to resources and extract them without reciprocity and gratitude. The fear of limitation can lead to poverty consciousness where constant feeding of sensory stimulation is preferred and sensory rest or withdrawal is avoided. Excess sensory intake is a kind of labor extraction. For example, eating a meal late at night or going to sleep with a heavy stomach causes the digestive system to overwork as it has to break down the food and assimilate the nutrients instead of focusing on detoxification which needs to occur at nighttime while the senses are unconscious leading up to waste removal upon waking up. And of course, the darkest of night, the Piscean time of day, and this time of month, as well as the Pisces season while the sun is in Pisces. These are all detoxification phases. 
Complete assimilation and elimination or composting must regularly occur in order for the body to feel satiated. Disturbed sleeps and inadequate dream state lead to both physical and spiritual deficit. When your spirit isn't fed by sleep and dreams, no matter how much you feast on sensory stimuli and impressions, and receive sensual pleasures, you cannot feel satiated. If you only need to satiate yourself at the physical level, you would never overeat or worry about weight gain, diabetes, and addiction of all kinds. Satiation is Venusian and Neptunian. It's physical, emotional, and spiritual. When your heart is full of love and your soul is filled with divine love, you feel full, whole, complete, satisfied. You are not lacking anything because you possess the creativity to reciprocate, take, and give. You are in the state of abundance. Take this time to meditate on abundance by practicing sensory withdrawal or prajahara. Some of the sensory withdrawal practices you might try are as followed: intermittent fasting, observing silence daily, weekly digital detox. Observing periods of celibacy. The third and final theme is boundary setting. Neptune holds the mutable water frequencies of Pisces. Neptune is the higher octave of Venus, and Venus exalts in Pisces. With both planets joining force with the new moon in Pisces, there is much yin energy to be had. Qualities such as pliability, flexibility, and softness give rise to kindness and compassion, which can then expand into emotional healing, intuitive or psychic power, and spiritual transcendence. Expansion without contraction leads to evaporation. In order to harness the Piscean energy without losing a healthy sense of self or a functioning ego, you need to establish healthy physical and relationship boundaries. Without a safe structure such as a secure house and a sturdy and comfortable bed. You cannot relax and sleep deeply. Without healthy relationships, you cannot thrive socially, emotionally, and mentally, and realize yourself as spirit, having human experiences. Followings are some bedtime routines you can cultivate to set healthy physical and psychic. Boundaries. If you are a light sleeper, 
like me, <laughs> try to create a sleep space that offers complete darkness and silence. If you are emotionally and psychically sensitive, again like me, and are easily affected and influenced by other people's energies, you might sleep deeper alone or with a pet, which is exactly what I do. Allow yourself some relaxation time before bed and avoid working in bed. Put your smart devices in sleep mode and avoid using them in bed. Avoid sugar, coffee, and alcohol before bedtime. Eat a lighter meal or fast in the evening. Cultivate steady daily routines that offer you enough stillness and silent rest and sleep. Boundary setting within a relationship is a challenging inner work. It takes time, attention, and care to nurture a relationship. I invite you to connect to your most challenging relationship currently, such as an intimate partnership, friendship, or relationship with clients or with a community. Then make two lists for this particular challenging relationship. First, list your physical and emotional needs from the relationship. Not everyone has the same needs and values. The biggest first step of a successful relationship is that the values of both parties are relatively the same, are similar. Lastly, list how you can support and maintain these needs and values. For example, if a committed partnership or a marriage were one of your core emotional needs within an intimate relationship, you would need to cultivate accessibility, flexibility, mutual benefit, and open communication with your partner. Knowing what your needs and preferences are don't necessarily lead to acting and speaking in ways that support them. Relationship building is an advanced spiritual practice. Remember to assimilate love and kindness along the way. Thank you for meditating on the new moon in Pisces with me. February is going by quickly, as always. If you are struggling to find time to nurture yourself, you are ripe for the practice of releasing and dreaming. I am offering 
my embodiment community a two-hour winter workshop via Zoom to cultivate emotional resilience, intuition, and soul connection through the dream medicine of the Pisces season on Saturday, February 25th at 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. So that is coming in just two weeks. You can join the community to practice with me at patreon.com slash Wongsopa. Again, I am offering a free astrology reading to those who are a member of my embodiment community and those who write a podcast review for my soul tending on Apple podcast. Please consider participating in either. It will be fun and helpful for all involved. Have a magical week. Blessed by the spiritual depth of the new moon in Pisces. May you sleep deeply, dream fantastically, and wake up to the enchanted world you create within with others and with the divine.